Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe. Back again. And let me tell you, it is it's tough to be a Jets fan out here. It is really, really tough. This team right now is a complete mess. <laughs> We're coming off of the Jets losing to the Miami Dolphins again. This time we lose to them 20 to 3. It's a debacle, man. Just a complete debacle. So many things gone wrong. So many questions to be asked now. It's just a complete mess. But listen, we'll get into it. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I'm fired up. Listen, if you want to call in, 515-602-9639. You can also check me on iTunes as well. I'm on iTunes, various other, uh, you know, podcast hosting uh, shows as well. So please, you know, check my iTunes, the Long Beach Joe Show. Go on there and, you know, Give me a five-star rating. Check out my iTunes there. Subscribe to me on there as well. Leave me some feedback on there, too. I wanted to throw that in, let everybody know, you know what I'm saying, because everybody you know, wants to check out my show and everything. But <sighs> the Jets take another L here, and it was tough, really, really tough. Uh, you look at this situation, the defense comes out, the defense plays well, well enough for us to be in this football game and well enough to get us a win if we had performed offensively. Uh, defense was strong, though. Quentin Williams looked extremely good. Um, Hall, our corner, he looked well. Our two young corners actually played pretty decently. They had some pass interference calls here and there, uh, but they looked solid. Jenkins was out there making plays. Lange was out there running like a man on fire. He made a lot of plays as well. Neville Hewitt was in there doing his thing, too. The defense was solid, played solidly. They even got turnovers, two of them. But the offense was Awful. It was awful. I mean, my God, man. I, I, I can go on for days about Adam Gaze, but this, I just don't see how this guy still has a job right now. How is he still hired? How? What? The entire game last game was nothing but horrific play calling all game long. That was it. I could talk about every single drive, how bad we were. Every single drive, I can talk about it. But let me tell you something. There was a fourth and one on the Miami 17. We needed to keep that drive going. We needed to put up points on that play. We needed to move the chains. We needed it. Desperation was in the air. And he comes out and runs the most predictable play call, another up the gut to Gore, on a fourth and one, and they shut it down. This is on top. This is on top of playing for a field goal before the half, which blew up in our face because our kicker missed the kick. Just, my God, what is it going to take for him to be gone? I'm serious. 
just it's just disgusting, man. It's just completely disgusting. I could go on all day. Darnold didn't look good either. He didn't necessarily have the best day. A lot of that was on the offensive line as well. They looked horrific. That right side was just just getting abused all game long. Never mind the fact that Alex Lewis wasn't starting. He mysteriously got got deactivated before the game. A lot of rumors about that flying around, that there may have been a disagreement between him and Gage. Words were said, and then he was sent away. Then Gage lies about calling plays after the game, as if, as if he's not on camera, as if, as if they don't have you on camera calling plays. You try to blame it on Daryl Loggins, saying that Daryl Loggins is the guy calling plays. He doesn't even have a play sheet. Then you try to come out and say how it's a collaborative effort. Get out of here, Adam Gaze. Please go. He must go. He must go. I am so tired of this, and it does nothing but make us look even worse as a franchise. You look like a damn clown show out there. A complete clown show. I'm I'm just so tired, man. I'm I'm just I'm so frustrated being a Jets fan. I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of being uncompetitive. I'm tired of us having guys in positions that clearly do not deserve to have those positions, but we continue to stay forward with these folks. I'm just I'm tired of it. I'm gonna get to the callers. I got quite a bit of callers. Please be patient. I will get to everybody. I'm telling you, I'll get to everybody. Tonight is a night about venting. I feel it already. I'm going to go on a couple of rants already, run on a couple of rants already. I'm just tired. Tired of losing. Tired of it. Tired of losing this way, and I'm tired of jacking up the franchise of our future. I am, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Adam Gaze, and I'm tired of his staff. I'm going to get to the callers right now. We'll also come to the chat. My savages in the chat, salute to y'all. I'll get to y'all too. First caller, 937. I'm coming directly to you, my man. I want you to All give right. me your thoughts on this loss to the Dolphins. Atrocious, as usual. I mean, yeah, you get anything right. Gaze, you know, why are they going to give him the end of the Come on, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Every yeah. week, it's, it's, it's pretty it ridiculous get worse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. I, I it just... It's just mind-boggling. I just don't get it at this point. Why is he still here? The the lies continue. He's trying to lie and tell people that certain people are calling plays when they clearly aren't. There's issues, might maybe issues, reported issues between him and yet another player on this football team. I mean, what is the point? What What is he still doing here? He should be gone. But I want to get your thoughts on this because I had a lot of people hit yeah. me up in my DMs. Have you given up on Sam Darnold? Have you, in your mind, is it officially time to move on? It's time to go. I haven't done much of anything. You know, I don't think he wants to be. I don't think he wants to Okay. We, we might have lost. I think we lost him. Uh, you Call back in if you can, my friend. We lost him. He was breaking up pretty bad, and then he was gone off the line. Uh, please call in if you can again, caller. But he was bringing up a lot of great points. I mean, it's tough, man. Watching this, watching this team perform the way that they're performing is just, it's ridiculous. I'm going to get to the next caller. It's just, it's so tough, man. It's so tough watching this. 
But I'm going to go to Steve, man. I know Steve has quite a bit to say about what we have going on here. Steve, welcome to the show, my friend. What are your thoughts about this loss to the Dolphins? Yeah, first of all, Joe, first off, it's great to hear from you from you again, man. It's just this this loss, unfortunately, is another disgusting, dysfunctional loss that the Jets have had many times this season of what's been going on. Uh, the mm-hmm. thing that I'm, I'm still very disgusted about is how Adam Gaze literally lied in his, comp, in his post-game conference after the game against the yep. Dolphins. When he basically, like, how in the hell could Joe Douglas and Christopher Johnson keep a coach that, that, that lied to the press conference about, oh, I'm not calling the plays anymore? It's ridiculous how he, how he said that. Honestly, after hearing from that, if I was the general manager of the team right now and after hearing for something like that, like for someone that lied like that, I fire him. But unfortunately, unfortunately, it honestly sounds like it's that, it's that Joe Douglas and Christopher Johnson are probably going to wait until the end of the season. Now, the other thing I'm just going to say about the game was, and Joe, I saw this with you on Twitter on Sunday. I even watched your video. There were so yeah. many plays that the referees were giving the Dolphins. Like, play oh. when Devontae Parker dropped that pass. Even Devontae Parker knew he didn't catch that pass. And now listen, Adam Gaze immediately challenged that play, which he was absolutely right about. But then then at the end, the referees gave that call to the Dolphins. And I remember Devontae Parker was completely shocked. He was like, wow, they're really going to give me that catch even though I dropped it? (laughs) Exactly. 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 And, And, you know, like you said, he was shocked himself. I watched him literally clap. He clapped to himself like, man, I missed the opportunity. And the referee said, uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. We're going to oh, call my that. God. I was, yeah, you know I something? I, Joe, I, I think the referees were helping the Jets tank on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> they had to be, man. They had to be. They had to be, Steve. Let me, let me tell now, you something. Now, uh, listen, again, hold on, hold on a second, Steve, because I know you got a lot you want to get to, and I want to get to a lot of stuff with you as well. But, you know, yeah, that, that, that ref, that, that call was terrible. But I want to talk to you about the fourth and one play call with Adam Gaze. I mean, what, what, what were you thinking when you watched him run the most predictable play call he could have ever called, you know, in that situation? No, honestly, listen, when I knew when the Jets were going to go for it on fourth and one, it was the exact same play that happened. It failed in the in, back in against San Francisco. It failed again in the game against Arizona at home. It even failed in another one of the games, too, and it failed, too, last Sunday. The only time that play ever really worked was when we were in Kansas City. That was the only time that play worked, but... They, yeah. The Dolphins defense literally read everything. And listen, the Dolphins are a team I hate losing to every year. I, I mean, listen, mm. and the thing that I gave the Dolphins credit for was that their defense was absolutely phenomenal This phenomenal in that game. I mean, listen, the Jets defense played well. I give credit to, you know, to Quentin Williams of, of how he played. I gave credit to even to the linebacking crew of how they played. I thought they played really good. 
They even got to Fitzpatrick a couple of times in the game, which was good. The defense literally kept us in that game because the Dolphins, I'm going to say this right now, they played a bad third quarter in that game. Like, they, they played a bad third quarter. They literally were giving us a chance to get back into the game. But unfortunately, because of Adam Gates and because of his goddamn play calling, unfortunately, Ooh. offensive genius, oh, yeah, offensive genius, my ass. He, he freaking goes oh. for it on fourth and one, runs the goddamn ball, gives it to Frank Gore. Uh, oh, my God. As soon as when that happened, Joe, I, I, I knew we were going to lose as soon as when that happened. But I guess now, Joe, oh. I got I to gotta ask you okay. a very important question. Because, listen, you know, Go there ahead, are Jets please. fans on, on Facebook and on Twitter saying that, oh, listen, it's okay because we're going to be tanking for Trevor Lawrence, you know, and all that stuff. But I guess, Joe, my question is, do you really want this team to go 0-16? And if so, if that happens, yeah. if they get the number one pick, are you going to say, you know what, it's time to move on from Sam and go after Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, well, you know, first, uh, listen, Steve, that, that's a great question. And, I, and I've said this before that I understand everyone's, you know, infatuation with tanking and just lose, <laughs> going 0-16 and stuff. I, I don't want that. I don't want to go 0-16. Okay, I, I understand why people talk about the tank and stuff like that. I get that. I get it. Right. But I don't want to go 0 16. I don't want to lose every game of the season. I don't want to see us do that. I would like to see us win a game, at least a game. I just don't want to lose every game. Now, going forward with the pick, if we do get the top pick, which it looks like we're going to anyway. Right. So if we do get the number one pick in the draft, you know, it, it's tough for me, but I, I'm going to side with us trading that pick to build the team, right? And I have a plan for that, and I'm going to, as we continue on, but my plan is this. I'm going to just kind of lay it out right now kind of early. Here's the deal. If we are able to get the haul that draft analysts are talking about, we're talking, you know, three first-round picks, a bunch of second-round picks, a bunch of third-round picks, right? We can better our team within a year. If you let's say let's say if the Jets if the Jets had a better right tackle an above average right tackle right say we had an, another above average actual number one wide receiver if we had a corner and an above average pass rusher just those four players the team would be way better than what we actually are that's just four players what if I told you we could actually do that in a year if we trade that pick we could have all of those picks. We could end up getting all of those guys and still have more picks to have. And this is without trading down. If we trade down, it opens the doors even more to us bettering this football team in two years. It's so much faster, so much better. And then guess what? So Not only that, we hold on, Steve, we'd become more of a free agent destination because there would be more team talent and – because of the trade that we made, if we, have, if we trade and get three first-round picks, that means three years we have at least two first-round picks. That means if Sam Donald does not work out, if you pick up the fifth-year option and he does not work out, guess what? You have the capital to move up and move on from his ass. You're not stuck with him. You're not. Well, yeah, That's no, why my I plan guess, has been from the jump yeah, is so, to trade the pick 
because then you can still move up and get the next QB that's coming out in the next draft, the next generational talent that's going to come out, and you can better your football team that way. But if you go the other way and you bring Trevor Lawrence in here, which, again, I want to make it very clear, I'm not a Trevor Lawrence hater. I think he's going to be, you know, we'll see what he, what he does when he comes into the league, but I think he's, you know, a solid prospect. I'm not against him at all. But what I am saying, he'd be coming into a situation where we have nothing. We have a left tackle in Beckham that we're excited about. We have a wide receiver in Mims who we're excited about. We're hoping to keep, continue to see him develop. But after that, it's nothing. There's nothing here. You watched that game yeah. yesterday against the Dolphins. This offensive line outside of Makai Beckton is horrific. No, the, oh the, offensive, the, the offensive line is absolutely so terrible. Bad. The best player yeah, but, on but our if you look offensive at other stuff, Yeah, but if you look at other stuff that we need as well, though, that stuff is not just not going to be able to get fixed like that. So you're looking at at least four more years of rebuilding around this guy. And, again, you still got contracts and other guys coming up. You can pick up that option and give Sam Darnold a year and say, with new coaching, all right, and say, hey, listen, we need to figure out who you are and who you aren't. If he does not show you any improvement, because we've seen this exact story, right? We've seen this exact story with Ryan Tannehill, with Devontae Parker. So, I mean, the names just keep going. The second, Mike Gusecki, uh, you know, the, the guy they sent to Arizona, Kenyon Drake, all these guys, the second that they got away from Adam Gaze, they were better. Especially That's when you're why... looking at, again, Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not necessarily caping for Darnold. I'm not saying that he's played amazing. What I'm saying is we haven't done enough to put him in a situation to be amazing. As a matter of fact, we've done more to hinder the amazing. We've done a yeah, lot no. to hinder that. That's the reason ahead, why – that is the reason why, why Adam Gaze ruined Sam Darnold's career. Adam Gaze is the yeah. main reason why – why Sam Darnold's career is down the tube. And a lot of Jets fans are even saying, hey, listen, if let's say if we get the number one pick, which is most likely as of right now going to happen, a lot of fans feel that if Sam, let's say, gets traded to another team, he can have a fresh start somewhere else and get Trevor Lawrence, you know, here. But the biggest thing that needs to happen to Joe is, Now, listen, I unfortunately think that Joe Douglas and Christopher Johnson, and hopefully Christopher Johnson is very smart about making this move after the season. Because, listen, he's been an idiot all season, too. too. And and honestly, I feel like at times that he doesn't really care about, like, how Jet fans feel. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, Joe, we're the ones that have to suffer watching this this garbage (laughs) team play. We are the ones – that have to suffer yeah. but here is yeah. the thing so today one of the other shows um today was talking about this on twitter about coaching candidates for next year and the big thing that i would love the jets to get first their first priority that i would pick as the next head coach would be eric the enemy because i mean if you look at kansas city's offense of how amazing he's done with that and literally has made patrick mahomes a superstar Eric Bieniemy is my first choice, and I know Joe. You said that you're a big Eric Bieniemy fan too, as well. But here's another coach I, I wanted am. to ask you about. This is a guy who I would be my second candidate if 
and Adam Gase should get fired after the season of who I think the Jets should hire. The, the current Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. And the reason yeah, why, Joe, yeah. I would pick this guy is this guy revamped Ryan Tannehill's career. He revamped exactly. his career. And he yeah. would be my next choice. What is your thought on Arthur Smith? Yeah, you know, he was one of the guys I, you know, I did a, a show a while back. I don't remember which show it was, uh, but I talked about him too. I talked about him. I talked about Joe Brady. I talked about um, DeBoe. I talked about um, the Ravens offensive coordinator as well for a lot of the reasons that you just mentioned, or one of the reasons that you just mentioned. Well, what about, um, not because, you know, Todd, Monk, Todd Monken. Yeah, his, you know, his name was I, – I, I was talking about him the year that we hired Gaze. I talked about, you know, the possibility of him too as well. I, I don't I, – he's, he's a guy that definitely could be a candidate too. But one of the interesting things that you brought up is you talked about a couple of offensive coordinators that you brought up were guys that have – we've seen help develop young quarterbacks. And I think that's extremely important. I mean, Arthur Smith helped revamp Ryan Tannehill after, you know, getting rid of Gaze and – helped him along too. But that's what we're talking about. Guys that can narrow in, help develop a young quarterback or develop a quarterback period to put them in positions to be successful. And I think that that's what's important with our next head coaching, uh, you know, candidate, our next head coaching hire, regardless of whether people feel like we need to stick with, uh, stick with Sam Darnold or we need to move on. You need to make sure that the next guy that we bring in here has a plan to, groom, mature, or fix a young quarterback and put him out there. That's what we need to do. No. That needs to be the focus of the next guy that we bring in. No, and here is the thing. And, and here is the thing also, too, is now I do believe that once Adam Gaze does get fired and should get fired after the season, Joe, do you yeah. believe that Joe Douglas will go out there and find the right coach for this team? Well, I think we have to trust that, though, Steve, because at the end of the day, who else, you know, do we have that could do that? Because we know the Johnsons can't. That's the thing. I, we have to no, put that, our faith in No, because that's Douglas. the worst thing. Because if you remember, Joe, yeah. a couple of years ago, yeah. when, when the Jets, after the 2018 season, were searching for the head coach, and if you remember the story, and this was before we hired Adam Gates, and we had interviews mm-hmm. for these other candidates, and if you remember the story, the story was when our former general manager, Mike McCagnin, he was actually getting ready to hire Matt Rule to be the next head coach for the team. Because McCagnin, yeah. if you remember, I know everybody hated him, especially you, he was going to mm-hmm. hire Matt Rule to be the next head coach. But what happened mm-hmm. was, unfortunately, the day before that, Christopher Johnson told him, no, the one we're going to hire is Adam Gaze because – uh, well, because of that whole conversation call that that Christopher yeah. Johnson had with Peyton Manning. If you remember that story, well, when Peyton Manning yeah, called yeah. the Jets organization and told them, mm-hmm. you should hire Adam Gates because Adam Gates made me a great quarterback when I was in Denver, and, he, and I think he will make Sam Darnold a franchise quarterback. And look at what happened. You know, it- yeah, you know, Steve, you know, I hear you, man. And, you know, I, I can't stand Peyton Manning because of that. I, he needs to stay away from us, <laughs> stay away from this franchise. I don't even eat, you know, the pizza that he <laughs> that he promotes. I can't oh, no, stand Peyton Manning. I can't stand anything. Oh, no, Peyton Manning now. Yeah. Even me, after yeah, that, but... I lost absolute respect for him 
after from what yeah, he well, did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my whole deal is though is that uh, when you also when you bring up that story though, Steve, you need to remember that they wanted to hire his coaching staff. That's one of the reasons why. He, that's pretty much the reason why he walked away is because they yes they did want to hire Matt Rule, but they also told him, hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna hire your coaching staff for you. We don't want you to hire your own coaching staff. And he was not with that. He didn't agree to that. And so he said, no, I'm not doing that. And they said, well, what are you gonna? And he said, oh, I'm out of here. I'll walk away. The reason why Adam Gaze took the job was because he was just getting fired from Miami. He knew that he wasn't going to get a job anywhere else. So he came in and he played nice and he said, hey, listen, you can pick my coaching staff if you want to. I don't care. I just want to work with Sam Darnold, right? That was his whole way of snaking his way in. And then when he got his foot in the door and they gave him the job, he then immediately started to backstab Mike McCagnan. And that's how Mike McCagnan got fired because he started to build a relationship with our owner and started pouring out things and saying all these things. And he got Mike McCagnan fired, which Mike McCagnan should have been fired. But that, that, that's how that all went. But, Steve, you know, you're, yeah, you're bringing no, a fire it's just, so last, Yeah, go ahead. It's just go ahead. A, Joe, the last thing I'll just say before you say anything else mm-hmm. next, it, it's just the, mm-hmm. the thing is, though, the thing is, though, like, that's going to be my biggest fear is if, let's say, after the season we do fire Adam Gates, which we should, and if mm-hmm. Joe du- if Joe Douglas is not going to try to do his job, and if he has to do because if and if he has to do what Christopher and Woody Johnson want, that's going to that's going to make us look bad too. Honestly, like yeah. it's absolutely it's absolutely crazy. It's just that is unfortunately Joe what 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 we have to watch out for after these five games. Listen, Adam Gaze is most likely going to coach for the rest of the year, but as soon as when that last game of the season is done in New England. I don't care if whether we win or lose. Get Adam Gates out. If you want to wait till Black Monday on January fourth, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, Steve. It, you it was great to speak with you, man. I got to let you go because I got a bunch of callers on the line. Man, I can't wait to hear from you next time I do a show, man. You have a good night. Yeah, you too, man. Bye bye. All right, Steve. Woo, Steve calling in, bringing the fire. I'm talking bringing the fire, man. A lot of you know. People are just upset, man. This 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 team is a mess. This team is a mess. And we have the worst head coach in all of football, in all of football, the worst head coach we've had in our franchise history. I honestly believe that Adam Gaze is worse than Rich Kotite, by far. By far, man. <laughs> this guy's terrible. He's terrible. All right? I'm going to get back to the callers in just a second. I'm going to go to the chat really quickly. Uh, Savages in the chat, if this is your first time listening to me, you know, on blog talk or anything. I live stream while I do my show. Uh, so, you know, we got savages in the chat. I call my chat the savages because they're savages. They don't care. <laughs> like anybody can get it. All right. <laughs> they don't show no mercy to anybody. You know, you got to take, you want to give, they'll hear you. Uh, but I'll get back to the callers. Elias, I'm going to come to you when I come back. I also have six, seven, eight. I'll come to you as well when I get back. Christopher Cancel in the chat says, Joe, please control your anger. I don't want your blood pressure skyrocketing. I'm telling you, Christopher, salute to you. Thank you for uh, being in the chat, in the stream. Listen, I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm truly trying not to be upset. But when you got a lying-ass head coach like Adam Gaze, who doesn't understand what his job is, doesn't understand how to be an offensive coordinator, doesn't understand how to properly put together an offense, and then sits right in front of everybody and lies about calling plays, as if we did not see you live on TV calling plays, while, you know, uh, Daryl Loggins was sitting in the back somewhere with his hands in his pocket because he didn't have a place. Do you think we're that dumb? And then you try to come out and clean it up. 
Like, come on, man. Get up out of here. Venom G says, I don't think it's all Sam. It is multiple issues in the organization. Watch if Sam go somewhere else. He's going to look like Ryan Tannehill. Salute to you, Venom G. That's, you know, that's what could happen, man. That's what could happen. It's, just, it's tough. John Lanter, all the guys in the chat, salute to y'all, man. I'm going to come back to y'all in a second. I got to get back to these callers. Again, I got a lot of callers tonight. Please be patient. I will get to everybody. Believe me. I will get to everybody. Salute to Leon. Good to see you in here as well, man. Please be patient again on my callers. I will get to everybody tonight. We're going to go to Elias, man. Elias, how are you feeling tonight, my friend? What are your thoughts on the Jets losing to the Dolphins 20-3, to my friend? All right, Joe. I want to start you out with a quote. So the reporter said this. We were watching Dow for the whole game, and he wasn't doing anything. He was just standing there. <laughs> Our offensive genius responds with, he tells me it's not that hard. This isn't that hard. We go through the we go through it the drive before. Called for the previous drive. But but it's not that hard. It's not it's not that hard. You know, you you they scored the same number of points as a team that didn't have a quarterback. But you know, it's not that hard. Oh man, Elias, it's it's it, it's tough, man. It's tough. It it. It's like, how do you sit there? They have you on camera. <laughs> it's recorded. Yeah. We can see you, dude. We can see you calling the plays. Just stop. It's just completely ridiculous, man. But I want to get your thoughts on this, Elias, because you're coming in hot already. We're talking about the play calls. What was your thoughts when you saw that fourth and one call with Gore going up the gut? So I had the I had the game and your live stream like synced up together. Um, so both me and you were dying laughing. It was a good time. I thought it was hilarious, but I was happy because at this point I'm rooting for losses at this point, so I didn't even care. I thought it was funny, but like for me, like I want to go. I actually wouldn't mind going 0 15 because it's on. It'll be on Gase's resume, so we'll Ooh. save all the other teams like any other. I'm not just talking NFL teams. I'm talking college team, high school. Middle school pop Warner from ever hiring this clown again. So um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no. At this point, yeah. I, yeah, zero and sixteen, cool. If the Jags win a game, then I'm down to win a game. Especially, I'm I'm down to beat Seattle because so Jamal Adams yeah. can sit in a dark room, uh, be all depressed and shit. But uh, I'm stuck. Sorry, can't come. Can't be in here cursing. My bad. Um, yeah, yeah, no that's curse, the no one game Yeah, sorry about that, man. Uh, that would be the one game I'd be down to win, but as long as Jacksonville, which they're playing the Bears, especially if Trubisky's playing, I think they could get a dub on that. So, you know, I, I don't – I wouldn't love to go on 15, but whatever gets us that number one pick and gets us Trevor. Because as much as I hate to say it, I think I, I'm pro, move on from Sam, trade him somewhere. The, what I would actually want to okay. trade him for is you're talking about getting in a good right tackle in here. So the New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. are like $120 million over the salary cap because the salary cap's going down. So they have one of the best right tackles in the league, Ryan Ramzik, and he's kind of expensive. I could see them potentially trading unless they want to roll Taysom Hill, which I don't know if you know he's the like their future quarterback. You trade Sam and yeah. like a late round pick for Ryan Ramzik. That I'd be okay. that just solves your right tackle issue right there. And then you got your left tackle, and then you can either sign a guard or. Um, uh, you know, draft the guard, and you maybe got Cameron Clark. I think um, McGovern turns it around in a new offense. 
because I don't know how you, you know he's a really good center last year. I don't know how he just sucks now. I, I'm a, well, I, you know, I could see him turning it around. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, listen. <laughs> I mean that that's a trade proposal. I do think that the Saints will stick with uh, Taysom Hill, though. I think that's their guy. I mean, they just gave him. I know they just recently gave him a deal. Uh, that's going to keep him. I think they're going to roll and move forward with him. And we're already starting to see, uh, you know, when Drew Brees was gone, he was out there doing his thing. So, I mean, but I've heard, you know, certain fans talk about, you know, trading Sam to the Colts and the Steelers and, you know, all type of other teams. Uh, You know, again, I'm not a big trade Sam guy, but I do understand why, you know, the allure of Trevor Lawrence is there and people feel a certain way about him. I get it. Um, But just sticking to this game, because I don't want to go too far into the future. I kind of talked a little bit about that with Steve as well. Just sticking with this yeah. game, what were your thoughts about that call uh, that they gave to Devontae Parker where he clearly drops the football and they give him the catch anyway? I mean, what is going on out here? Yeah, the refs are kind of a meme at this point. They're terrible at their job. Uh, I just was on the uh, on Instagram, and the NFL posted, like, Devontae Parker went off this week, and that was actually the first play on the Instagram mm-hmm. post. I'm like, oh, come on, man. But – a, it resulted in a touchdown, which helped us lose, so I'm not complaining. But uh, uh, defense looks good, though. I mean, our defense looks Potentially, yeah. we could have stopped the touchdown there, which I don't think it would have been close considering we only scored three points and it was on the opening drive. Sam looks really bad again. But um, yeah. And one more thing. I just want to get – I know I don't want to go too far in the future. How do you feel about if we were to draft uh, Trevor Lawrence, would you be interested in holding on to Sam – playing him in the preseason and playing him in the first couple of games just to get his trade value up? Because I feel like his trade value yeah, no. is an all-time low right now. <laughs> yeah, I know you're ready to move on from him. Yeah, no. If you're going to if you're gonna draft Trevor Lawrence, you might as well just move on from Sam at this point. Because yeah. what are you going to do? You take Trevor Lawrence one overall. I know, there's, bro, this fan base would explode if we, you know, tried to still start Sam Darnold over Trevor Lawrence. There's no point in drafting him then, right? Like, yeah, even in no, playing in the preseason, he's not yeah. going to get his value up to, you know, if you want to move on from Sam, just move on from him and let that be that. Yeah. Um, but my final question yeah. for you is going to be, you know, you talked about the defense and how well they looked, and they did look really good, you know. Who do you think are the, some of the building blocks that we have that we can take forward moving into the Ooh. future that are on this defense currently? Can this be for both sides of the ball? Actually, wait, there are no offensive building blocks besides the, you know, no, no, no. draft just class. Defense. Yeah, let's just check um, <laughs> Defense. <laughs> Other than the draft class, yeah. All right, so defense. Um, the big three up in the, up front. So, Quinn Williams has been a stud. I think uh, Fall Alonzo Fadikasi is your future nose. And then John Franklin Myers, I think he's played really well this year. Uh, that's your interior, I would say. Um Bryce Hall could be, I think, your CB2 for a bit. Um, Ashton Davis and Marcus May, I think you keep those guys at safety. I don't want to pour in more, you know, draft assets, free agency assets into safety. I think, you know, we're fine there. You know, it's not the biggest position of impact, so I'd rather – if I'm going to, you know, spend on the defense, I'd rather go at edge and corner. So I think uh, Bryce Huff, maybe Jamari Zuniga, kind of as rotation guys, you know, good depth at that edge rush position. And, you know – uh, Brian Poole, maybe he's just getting up there a little bit in age, especially for a cornerback. Um, usually, yeah. when they hit thirty, they aren't playing too well. But with slot corners too, it's like they don't have that like you know Tremaine Johnson decline. Like usually, like Chris Harris Jr. He's in his thirties, he's playing pretty well. Um, so maybe Brian Poole could be a building block. Uh, if Mosley plays, then yeah. Um, but 
for start, and then you got uh, Langy, but I think he's more of a, a good depth piece. So for starters, I think the guys up front, uh, Myers, uh, Williams, and Sadakasi, and then Bryce Hall, Ashton Davis, and Marcus May, I think are the big building blocks who should who are okay. going to be most likely penciled in the starters next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this team, we're going to continue forward, man. We're trying to figure it out. Um, there's quite a bit of guys, you know. Yeah, <laughs> only five games left. Hopefully we can get a W. But listen, man, I want to thank you for calling in, Elias. It was great to speak with you, man. You have a good night. Yeah, man, you too. All right. Oh, man, it's tough, man. It is tough being a fan of this football team. You got a, a coach that's trash, right? <laughs> trash. Completely trash. So many questions going forward. Everybody's got questions about Sam now. Everybody's saying that we should get rid of him. There's a large amount of the fan base saying that now. It sucks. I'm going to go to the chat in a second. And, again, my number is 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. We got callers coming in. If you call in, please be patient, okay? I'm going to get to everybody tonight. Don't trip. 678, I'm going to come to you when I get back. I'm going to go to the chat really quickly to talk to the savages. 715, I'll be coming to you as well. Do not curse on my show either. I almost cursed earlier. I'm tired of Adam Gaze. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so tired of Adam Gaze, man. I'm so tired of it, you know. But I'm not cursing on the show. You better not curse on my show or I'll get you out of here. I'll get you out of here faster than Adam Gaze can call call, call a run play for Frank Gore on fourth and one. Faster than that. That's pretty fast. That's pretty damn fast, all right? I'll get you out of here faster than Adam Gates can call a screen on third and 20. <laughs> fast. That's fast. Come on, people. Pick up your spirit. Pick up, pick up your spirit. Oh, man. This is, it is tough being a Jets fan. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Salute to Venom G's. Venom G's says, don't curse. Joey, get you out of here faster. <laughs> faster than the dive play Adam Gaze. Salute to you, Venom G's. Venom G's knows. Don't curse on my show. I'll get you out of here. You know what I'm saying? Please keep it clean. So we're going to get back to the callers. Again, I got quite a bit of callers. Be patient. I will get to you, all right? Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to my savages. You're right in the chat. I'll see you as well. We'll come back and forth with you, too, in case this is your first time uh, checking me out here. But we're going to get to some callers. We've got some new callers here. Uh, 678, 678, I'm coming to you. Uh, give me your name, where you're calling from, and uh, give me your thoughts about, you know, Sam Darnold right now. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. caller. What's your name and where you're from? Yeah, my name is Julio, man. I've been a big fan of yours. I've, I've been watching your show lately. I haven't been watching a lot of games, but, uh, man. Okay. Sam Darnold is not the guy. I said it a couple of years ago when we drafted him. Okay. Um. And, you know, I just Sam Donald is not the guy. But okay. I feel yeah. like we're going to win that Seattle game, though. That's what I wanted to get with. Okay. I mean, how? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to pull it off. But do you, you remember? <laughs> hey, do you remember? Um, I'm a, I've been a Jets fan since Ken O'Brien. Yeah. Okay. So I've been a long time with the Jets. I've seen it. I've seen it when Keyshawn okay. went to Tampa and the Jets went and beat them and we couldn't beat – they say we wouldn't never beat Tampa. 
Okay. Here we go again. Yeah. Yeah. You look, first off, I want to thank you for calling in and thank you for, you know, checking out my content as well. I truly appreciate it, man. Uh, but yeah, you know, look, with the team looking like it does right now, <laughs> I don't know if we can beat anybody. <laughs> I mean, look, man. Look, we do. We can't. Dude, I, even I, I don't know. <laughs> we can't even score a touchdown against the Dolphins. I mean, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look. I don't know who's worse. Bruce Coltite or Adam Gates? Telling you. Exactly. I, you know, it's like. Look, I understand people want to beat Seattle, and, and that's that's a little bit in the future. I get it. People want to talk about it, bro. But until you score a touchdown against Miami, I think we need to cool our heels, all right? I know everybody wants yeah. to put on Paul Adams and show him the deal, but come on now. <laughs> like, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough, but I want to yeah. stick with this game. I want to, I want to stick with what, what we played against, uh, what we did when we played against the Dolphins. So let's just stick here a little bit. I want to get your thoughts. On Adam Gaze lying about his play calling and lying about him calling oh plays in this football game and then walking it back and saying it was collaborative effort. <laughs> How did you feel about that? Yeah, that, that had me laughing. Because <laughs> they called him out on it, too. That, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, how can you lie? <laughs> They have you on tape. How can you lie? They have you on tape, bro. They literally have you and on tape. Uh, There's cameras everywhere. How do you lie about that? My thing was, how you in fourth and one and you caught that play, knowing they know they're going out oh there. Oh, come on. Oh Throw my it. God. Throw a three I, to the tight end. You've heard him. Heard him should have got that touchdown. You should have thrown it to him right there. Yeah. yeah. I don't you get You got to do something, man. I, I don't understand it either, man. My last question for you, because I got quite a bit of callers, I got to get to them. But uh-huh. looking at our defense, looking at our defense, my friend, looking at what Quentin Williams is doing, how do you feel about him taking that step forward this year and really showing his dominance? Oh man, I loving it because they were giving a lot of a lot of bad things about him. Oh, he's not gonna make it, man. The kid is yeah. the truth. Every yeah. year he's growing. Yeah. Every year he's growing. And another person that I like, I want to see next year improve, and I think this year he beat Beeson, is our rookie running back. I know they put him on IR. Oh, P. I like P. Ryan, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he could be a starter for us. We haven't had that type of caliber runner since Curtis Martin, Thomas Jones, you know? Yeah. I feel yeah. like he yeah. can be the Look. one. And I know everybody's yeah. not looking at him, but you think about it. Even when pre um preseason, when we had that um training camp, the kid as a back um playing second string, he outran the defense, the first string yeah. defense. So the kid is good. Yeah. I like him. I, I feel like they should give him a chance next year. Yeah, I, I wish we would have got the ball in his hands more this year. I mean, Gage, you know, he loves door. I tell you what, man. Anybody that's out there looking, I know, you know, everybody's feeling a certain way. Holidays is here. Find you somebody that loves you as much as Adam Gaze loves Frank Gore, all right? Find you somebody that loves you as much as Adam Gaze loves Frank Gore. Seriously. (laughs) He loves him. (laughs) You know, he never gives up on him. They're best buddies, man. You find you somebody. Listen, Julio, man. I want to thank you for calling in. All right. I got one more thing. I got one more thing before I go. Yeah. I just got this weird feeling by Christopher Johnson. Even when we get rid of Adam Gates, I got this weird feeling that he's going to go after Jim Harbaugh. 
just because they know each other. Mm, okay. And they're good friends. Okay. It's just okay. a weird thing. I don't want them yeah. to be our coach, but I just feel mm-hmm. like that's the destination they're going to go. Okay. Okay. I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about that. Again, thank you for calling in, Julio. It was great to speak to you tonight. Right. You have a good night, all right? You too, man. Ooh, Julio talked, bringing in fire before he left. He talked a little, about, a little bit about Jim Harbaugh. There are some people that have brought that up, all right? I'm not, you know, necessarily on that train, okay? I've seen some things. I've seen the struggle, you know, there in college. He picked himself up. I already had a big victory, uh, you know, but there's people that are against it, absolutely, wholeheartedly, you know? I, you know, I don't know. I know I live on the West Coast. I was here for that Niners saga. You know, he's a guy that wants quite a bit of control. You know, at least that's how he was with the Niners, I remember. <laughs> and he clashed and bumped heads a lot with ownership. Uh, so, you know, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. But I tell you what, we got to get the right guy in here, man. We got to get the right guy in here. Point blank, period. That That's the biggest thing we need to do. Make sure we get the right guy, a guy that's going to be able to come in and also command respect from our locker room. That's one of the issues with Adam Gaze. Guy, guy's a loser. <laughs> can't stand. I can't stand Adam Gates. He's such a. He's just a fraud, man. He's such a fraud. But I'm gonna get back to these callers in a second. I'm gonna go to the savages in the chat really quickly. When I get back, seven one five 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 one, I'll be coming to you. Leon in the chat says, "If you curse on the show, Joe will get you out of here faster than Jets losing by double digits in the first quarter." Woo, Leon, that's fast. Damn, that's fast. <laughs> that's fast, man. Salute to the savages, man. Salute. We're going to keep rolling. But Leon, he knows. Salute to Leon. Salute to Daniel Roberts as well. Good to see you in here, too. <sighs> Getting back to the calls, 715, I'm coming directly to you, 715. Give me your thoughts on this Jets loss to the Dolphins, and how do you feel about Sam Darnold? Hello? Yeah, 715. Give me your name, where you're from. How do you feel about the Jets loss? What are your thoughts on Sam Darnold? My name's Cole. I'm from uh, Wisconsin. I just started watching. Okay, cool. I think it's good. Good show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, man. And thank you for checking out my content. How are you feeling about the, uh, the Jets losing to the Dolphins? And what are your thoughts on Sam Darnold? Man. um, I mean, they had that one, but they just let it go, you know? And Sam Darnold, yeah. I mean, he's playing awful this year, I'll tell you that. I mean, Joe, if, if your backup's playing better than you, I think it's just time that I think he just has to leave New York at this point. Oh, okay. So you're ready to move on from him as well. Yeah, I mean, if, Joe Flag, I mean, Joe Flacco's not playing great this year, but he's shown, like, that he can, like, because the New England, I mean, he played not great, but he played, like, actual quarterback. He didn't play, like, interception ball the whole game, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just, man, it's tough, especially when you look at the situation that Darnold's been put in as well. The offensive line I thought was horrific yesterday. I mean, that right side was terrible. Guys were getting beat Mm -hmm. left and right, and that leads to my question for you is, uh, you look at this situation, Alex Lewis was deactivated before the game, not playing. What are your thoughts about that and all the reports that are kind of swirling that him and Gaze had – you know, uh, an argument, and interaction, and that's what how Lewis got saying. Oh, how do you feel about that, man? I think Gase is one of those guys who just has a huge ego. Like he had that good, he had those good runs with Peyton Manning, 
and he just thought that he now he thinks that he can just do he can go to any organization and turn it around. I mean, you in Miami, yeah. Jarvis Landry left, and then he he would ball he was balling with Cleveland. Uh, Ryan Tannehill left, and he's playing great this year. So it's like everything he touches just kind of turns to to either mediocrity or just playing bad, you know? Yeah, yeah, so just, yeah, and that, that's like one of. The... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just feel like that he, uh, you know, he, he, someone tells him, like, hey, you should be doing this better, and then he gets all offended, and that's probably why uh, he got benched. I mean, not benched, but, you know, deactivated. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, it's just, it's tough, man. It, it, especially when you look at this situation. You got Sam coming back. You you know, you deactivate the guy. And Elfin and McDermott were horrific. I mean, those guys were bad. <laughs> especially McDermott. Like, that, his play over there was completely terrible. Uh, but when you saw that fourth and one play, though, where he gives the ball to Gore at the 17 and, and Gore got stuffed, I mean, what were your thoughts about that play call? For a guy that likes to pass the ball a lot, I mean, why don't you just at least try something other than Frank Gore? I mean, if the offensive line is not doing yeah. anything, try something else than just Frank Gore runs the whole game and then he gets stuffed all the time. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I looked at the situation and I thought, why call something so predictable? Why? Yeah. Especially against a team that I mean, you used to coach. They know who you are. Yeah, it's fourth mm-hmm. and one. It's pretty obvious, right? That you're Because you've run that play 40 times. You did that against Arizona. It got stuffed. You did it mm-hmm. against the Niners. It got stuffed. We've seen it so many times get stuffed. It's like, why would you run that again? Why would you do that? Why would you, why would you be so predictable? And then when it's not, like, running with Frank Gore, it's just throwing it with Sam Darnold on the weirdest routes ever. Like, <laughs> try – You were talking like fast. Like a, like a slant play at least. Don't try to, like – I don't even know where his routes are. They're so, like – It's insane. It's insane. And then he goes on to lie about, you know, the fact that he's not calling plays as if he's not going to get caught. I mean, it's just it, – it, it's ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. But the one thing that looked really solid for us was our defense. I was impressed. I was very impressed by our defense. How did you feel about the play of our young secondary, young corners in Hall and Jackson? Well, I mean, they've been, they've been slowly getting better this whole year. And, uh, you know, they've mm. – corners of all time they're not like great this year but I mean they played good exactly. I mean we got we got good defensive if we're looking for a new coach try to get like I think a lot of people want offense but I'm looking at more defense I mean we're getting this good young defense especially with Quinn Williams and our corners so try to get like someone that's a defensive minded head coach you know and just turn that defense mm. into like something good I mean I mean we got all the pieces there the pieces are there to build the defense Hmm. Okay. Okay. So just a second. I know I'm, you know, I don't want to go too far ahead, but you bring up a, a interesting take because like you said as well, a lot of people, including myself have talked about, Hey, making sure that we get an offensive minded head coach. You're more of a guy that wants to see a defensive minded head coach. Are there any, you know, defensive minded head coaches in mind that you have, or is it just, you're still searching, you're still looking for certain guys, maybe names that you could give us, you know, just to give us a thought of who you'd be looking at. I mean, there's not a lot of, like, defensive coaches now that are, like, available. You know, there's a lot of offensive mm-hmm. coaches. 
who I think that are good. I mean, I'm just saying that, like, it's one that I don't why doesn't, like, I don't know why it comes to mind is Vic Vandio, Vic Vango, the mm. Broncos okay. head coach. I don't think he okay. did well, though, because of uh, quarterback play. He's not a really good quarterback guy, but, I mean, he's a good defensive mm. coach. He's Broncos defense is still up there, you know. I don't know if they're top five, but they're yeah. definitely still, like, a good defense. Yeah, yeah. When you look at our defense right now, who are some young or who are some building blocks that you feel we could move forward with, you know, that continue to build the future of this football team with? Definitely Quinn Williams. I mean, I liked him when he got drafted, and he didn't disappoint his rookie year. I just feel like he could have done better than, than what was shown. I mean, but he's been mm. probably the, the, the best player on the team mm, these past couple weeks. Not the whole season. There's been – weird play from these random guys, but I mean, he's definitely been balling out this year. I definitely think and if we're going to move, if mm-hmm. they're going to move forward with a uh, defense that he's definitely going to have to be the guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about Harvey Lange? What are your thoughts about Harvey Lange? Cause that's, that's a guy that is flying around and I'm talking, he's making plays. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. do you think that he's a guy that we could possibly move forward with as a starter in our future? Do you think he'll be able to make that step? Or do you think that he's a guy that would be solid just being kept in the rotation? I mean, I don't want to, like, I guess um, he'd do good if we if we, if we we put him out there for these last couple of weeks. There's only five games left. Try to put him mm-hmm. as a starter. But for the future, I definitely should maybe just – uh, keep him as a as a um, rotation. Uh, I mean, he might have some trade value if you keep him in the rotation. He's playing good for some draft mm-hmm. picks, or you know. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll see. But uh, my last question for you, and I mean, you've been a heck of a caller, man. Thank you for calling in. It was good to speak with you. Is do you see Adam Gaze getting fired at all during this season? I mean. They, the owners said that they're not going to get rid of him for whatever reason. They're the worst owners, God, by, like, far. I mean, I guess you look at uh, uh, the Cardinals, I guess they have. But, I mean, they've been – they turned around the Cardinals in a matter of a season, you know? I mean, they're playoff contenders yeah. right now. Yeah. Just by hiring a good head yeah. coach and getting all those pieces. But, I mean, yeah. why not? Like, it was a bad hire from the beginning. It made no sense. Like, really good a guy who played in your division, so everyone knows his, his offense and defense, like what he's going to do. He's not going to change anything. And you give him, I mean, I'm not going to blame it all on Gates, but it's kind of hard not to. I mean, he just sucks as a head coach. I, I don't, I think how, of how bad the, the Jets are at, at managing a team that he's probably going to stick around and they're going to either get rid of him in the offseason or, I mean, if they try to keep him for another year, I think that they might actually get like, uh, like the stadium might just get destroyed by Jets fans. They, I mean, it, yeah, you can't keep them for another year. And yeah, there's, there's no way. Just because I feel like yeah, the there's no way. Like, they're gonna keep. They're right? gonna like lose their next game, and then they're gonna like win, win out, and they're gonna get like the second pick. Like, I, this the luck of this team. <laughs> it's just <laughs> they well, can't even. It's like with know. the Browns. They can't even tank right, you know. They'll they'll do awful during the regular <laughs> season, and then they'll just win these last couple of games by pure luck and get like stuck with the third or second pick and give someone else a chance at Trevor. Like the uh, I wanted to say football team, but they're actually playing well this year so far. 
You know, any yeah. quarterback gets your yeah. team that needs they need that guy. Uh, Giants maybe if they lose out and go four and twelve. I mean, I don't see like what is the like why are we keep like it makes no sense. Not yeah. Prior, like why yeah, did when we were like oh seven and like yeah yeah I mean we had Gre- I think we have Greg Williams I'm if I'm not mistaken I mean, he's a great intern at coach yeah. in Cleveland around. Absolutely. So it's just, I mean I mean we could, we could lose without him. There, there's no point in keeping Gaze here. We can clearly lose without him if we wanted to. You know, like you said, you still got Loggins here. Greg Williams is a guy that can step in. Like you said, you know, we've seen him being interim coaches. They'd be an interim coach at, you know, other places as well. There's no reason to keep him around at all whatsoever. But, uh, listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Cole. It was great to speak with you. I got other callers I got to get to as well. Next time I have a show, man, please call in. It was good talking to you. Yeah, I've been wanting to call in for a while, so uh, it's good that I uh, called in tonight. And have a good night, man. All right, Sammy, you have a good night. Woo, great call from Cole. Again, number is 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. The lines are open. Listen, it's tough, man. <laughs> Keep saying that, but it's tough. You look at this situation, I just don't understand why Gaze is still here. I don't understand why he's still here at all. It's just mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing that that guy still has a job. And, and so many other coaches that are better, that are way better, have been fired. <laughs> I'm talking way better. Guys with more accolades. Dan Quinn. You know, this guy had a Super Bowl appearance. There's been other guys. Hell, Matt Patricia just got fired. All these other guys are just are getting fired. But Adam Gaze is still around. How does he survive? <laughs> How is this possible? What is going on here? Just pure incompetence by the New York Jets. Pure incompetence by the New York Jets and their ownership. You look at this defense, though, of the Jets. It's great. The last caller, Cole, he brought up <clears throat> Greg Williams and what Greg Williams is doing. Listen, Greg Williams has been playing without quite a bit. Playing without, okay? While Adam Gates making, you know, excuses for the injuries that were on offense and all this other stuff, Greg Williams has played with quite a bit of injuries since he's been here, since he's been our defensive coordinator. He's played without quite a bit. He's had, you know, seasons where he didn't even have his starting linebackers and was still putting a defense out there that was competent, that was fighting, that was doing their thing. It's ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. There's no excuses here. You look at this defense. He's got guys, you know, doing what they need to do, making plays for this football team. You got two young corners out there in Hall and Jackson. Two really young guys, and he's putting them in positions. He's making sure they're coached up. He's making sure they know where to be, and they look solid. They look solid, and they're progressing. Quentin Williams, second year under him, progressing. We're seeing that kid take a step forward. We were all, you know, kind of wondering what was going on with Quentin the first year. Hell, there were some people that were already calling him a bust. I'm just keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. There were some people that were already calling him a bust. You can look around. <laughs> Go on your timelines. Check it out. There were people calling him that. And look what he's done this year. He's been able to step in and really assert his dominance. Dude, he was out there causing, wreaking havoc against that Dolphins front. So was uh, Fadukasi as well. Here's another guy that stepped up under Greg Williams too. A guy that's been put in position, being well coached. He's shown up. These are guys that 
keep popping up, man. We're seeing them. Neville Hewitt, another guy continuing on, a guy that looks really, really solid. I talk about Harvey Lange, you know, a guy that's going out. I'm telling you, Harvey plays like a man on fire. That guy's moving around. That guy's making plays. He's throwing his body all over the place, doing whatever it takes to get the stop, whatever it takes. That's what he's doing, man. He's doing whatever it takes. And Greg Williams has those guys out there playing well. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this, about this defense. Very excited. And I think we have blocks moving forward, pieces that we can take into the future that we'll, can, we can continue to build with. Quentin Williams, Lange, Hewitt. I think even think, you know, maybe Hall or Jackson, maybe not as starting corners, maybe not as our number one and two corner, you know, but maybe, you know, they, they get a slot role. Maybe we put one at four. If we get a, a guy that can go in there, man, hey, they can definitely be part of that cornerback depth to really give us some solid stuff, man. Really get us some solid stuff. So I'm excited, man. There's some pieces here. Quentin Williams, I think, is going to be a big piece moving forward, too. It's one of the reasons why, again, I'm so excited about the the possibility of trading that pick and getting more capital, getting more of what we need, moving forward, better in the football team, better in this team in multiple different avenues, multiple different spaces. Imagine if we pair pass rusher and above average pass rusher Something we haven't had since John Abraham, an actual pass rusher. Imagine if we pair an actual pass rusher with Quentin Williams. Man, let me tell you. (laughs) We'll be, you know, we'll we'll be crazy. We'll be a lot for other teams to handle. And there's so much we gotta, so much we gotta do. So much we gotta do. But as long as we keep gays here, which I truly believe is one of the worst decisions we've ever made in franchise history with hiring him. Because look what we've done. There's so many players that we, we feel like are being ruined by him, that we feel like have not had the chance to truly flourish under him. There's so many players that we feel like we just don't know enough about. We can't properly evaluate. So many players. since insane, man. It's insane. His impact on this team has been monumental. We've made big mistakes. But I'm going to go to my guy. Venom G's, I think, is in the building. Venom G's is here. I think this is Venom G's. Venom, man, how yeah, are you yo. feeling today? I'm doing <laughs> What's good. What's going man? on? Listen, we got Venom the Savage, man. Let me tell you something. Venom one of the savages, all right? Venom one of the savages. Yo. You know how I go. You know how it go. Yo, I want to get your I'm thoughts, Venom. You. Give me your thoughts on this loss, and let me know how you feel about Sam Darnold. Jesus, I I think it's not all Sam. I'm I'm gonna stick with Sam, man. And just I think we should trade the first pick and build around him, build the team up. Like I said, mm. it was it's not just Adam Gase, man. It's Joe Douglas too. You didn't surround this kid with enough talent around him, man. They did a yeah. huge disservice to Sam, you know. Joe, I yeah. got a question. It's just this Adam Gates thing is like me and you. If I go on my job, you go on your job. <laughs> you lose money every week at your job. At some point, <laughs> there's somebody that says, hey, you got to get your ass out of here. I don't know why that hasn't <laughs> happened to Adam Gates yet. 
This yeah. is just ridiculous. I, I We're looking at he's failing miserably as a as a head coach, man. Yeah. Yeah, look, I you know, I don't know, man. I, I don't get it. And, and you know, Venom even we, we think it's the same. The I don't understand it whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, any any you know, logical organi- organization would have said, hey, buddy, you got to go. The Lions just got rid of Matt Patricia this week. Why? I don't know yeah. why is Adam Gay still here. And it gives me a weird feeling that he may be here next year. You know, oh. so I, I just don't know what they see in this guy. Oh, my God. Venom, dude, if he's here next year. Oh my God! Yo, I just, I'm just, I'm just listening to the way oh. Joe Douglas speaks about him. I'm just listening to Please, he no, hasn't been gone no. yet. I don't know. It's just, it's just oh. mind-boggling to me, you know. But, but oh, I think, God. I think. Hell no! To the no, no, no! Hell to the no! Hell to the no! To the no, no, no! Gays could not be here. He could not be here. He can't be here, Venom. Yeah, I'm not having it, dude. I'm not having yeah. it. You're I smoking I won't crack. Do it. Stop. You got to be, because I'm not dealing with Adam Gaze again, dude. I can't do it. I can't. Do, don't even mention that. Don't, please oh don't. God. Please don't. Venom, I hope not. come on, bro. Don't. Venom, please. Not. They booing you. They hitting you with everything. Venom, please. Nah, nah, Adam, please. Don't. I do not want to no. here again. But I, I don't gracious, either. Please. I don't either. But the crazy, oh. crazy things happen, man. Oh no. So I'm just, I'm just thinking about the whole game, though. It's, it was just Adam Gates is a phony. He's a liar. He's, he's. Oh my God. I just couldn't believe oh. the play calling looks so horrible compared to Dow Loggins, man. His. At least he moves the ball. He gets the ball downfield. Adam Gates just keeps it intermediate and short. Does Frank Gore running the ball 40 times a game? I, I'm sick of Frank Gore. I'm sick of Adam Gates, man. We got to move on from him. Yeah, he, he's got to go, man. He, he's absolutely got to go for all the reasons that you brought up. But I want to get your thoughts on this, Venom. How are you feeling about this defense, though, man? Because, you know, we, we could talk about the, the offense and just the issues and the negativity on that side, but this defense is really showing up and showing out, and there's a lot of young players that are putting things together as well. How are you feeling about the play of Quentin Williams, man? I think he's uh, he's going to be phenomenal as he keeps getting experience and getting reps. I think he's going to be a cornerstone of the defense, and I think they just need to build around him. Like, I think on Sunday I I stated all the moving parts that we needed to get, the right tackle, the right guard, center. We just – and I we just got to fill up so many holes. But right now, you know, um, Greg Williams is making, making it happen with lesser talent players. And I think these guys, mm-hmm. not just Quentin Williams, Langley, he's been playing – out of his mind. He's been in the backfield every weekend. Only yeah. only person I think they got to move away from is Jordan Jenkins and, you know, get rid of him, let him go someplace else. Brian Poole, they need to let him go and get a younger guy in that position and just start letting these players get reps. But I think right now everybody's playing good on the defense right now. 
but you just got a couple yeah. couple holes to fill up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many? So how many and, blocks? Do you, how many building blocks do you think we have? Like, do you think that do you think that Hall and Jackson could be future number one and two starters, or would you still look? I don't think to, you don't, know replace. I don't them think with, number one and two. I don't think number one and two. I think a slot and and a second. But I I think we need a pure number one. I still think we need a number one. And if the right right coach come in and they build on with these players and they make things a lot easier or what works for these guys or just mm-hmm. to suit their their um uh, uh, their physical attributes, I think it'll be they they'll be a lot better. But I think the coaching needs to get better, you know. So I think I think right now they'll do a lot better. This this defense is is pretty good right now. If they get a good coach and get Mosley back and a, a few more, I still want to see what's going on with um, what is it? I think it's Zuniga. I think that's his name. Yeah, I, I want to see him on the field. I want to see Clark on the field. I want to see what these guys got too. And I haven't haven't been able to see them on the field, so you you should they should have all the young players out right now, and just seeing what they yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, I, MGs, you know, I think speaking the truth, I think they they have a lot of they have a lot of building blocks and a lot of pieces. And going into this draft, even if they trade the number one pick, they could just get yeah. more people to help Sam out and develop him, like you were saying earlier. Even if you wanted to just say, hey, let's pick up the fifth-year option, see what he has this for the next year or even two years from now and just see yeah. what he could do. I, I think he could be just like Josh Allen with the pieces that if they put surrounding pieces around Sam, he could be better than Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. We just, we just you know, like you said, we've got to put the right pieces and do the right thing. So. Listen, Venom, I got to get to the rest of these callers, man. It was great to speak to you, bro. Next Yo, time I have a show, bro, you got to call in. You know. Yo, yeah. you know how we do. We'll definitely speak to each yeah. other again. Have a good night, man. All the savages, savage up, and we'll see each other again, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good you night, have a bro. good night, Venom. Oh, man. Ven- listen, Venom calling in. Venom is a savage, man. I mean, every you know, all, all, of, you know, all my guys in the chat, everybody is a savage, you know, but Venom... Venom is savage. <laughs> Venom is savage. You know what I'm saying? You say something crazy, he's gonna get at you. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, you know, back to the callers. But let me tell you something. You know, salute to everybody in the chat. Jerry Johnson. You know, budgeting D. Salute to you. Good to see you in here as well. Val. You know what I'm saying? I think my man Val's on the line right now. I'm gonna get to him in a second. Salute to D. Giuliani. Excuse me. Uh, D. Giuliani in the chat says, Darnold can't play. Stop dreaming about trading a pick. Well, D, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what's going on. But salute to you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to keep on with these callers. I think it's my guy Val on the line right here. I think this is Val. Val, if this is you, my friend, welcome to, you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you for calling in. Uh, what are your thoughts what's about up, this Joe? loss? <laughs> what's going on? What man. are your thoughts about this loss to the Dolphins, man? Man, this was a tough loss. I mean, the defense showed up to to um in that game. The offense did not show up whatsoever. I mean, there was a few bright um bright spots in the offense, but mm-hmm. the defense was just holding it down. But it was just like nothing but torture, man, on that offense, especially in the halftime. It's just been the same yeah. thing all season. 
is the halftime adjustments is just terrible. Yeah, yeah. They were horrific, especially, like you said, going into halftime, play, not not taking the shots for the end zone, playing for the field goal, and then we missed the field goal. Our kicker, Sergio, oh, misses the field goal, bro. What were you thinking when you saw that? And we bro, was rooting for him shot. in the Chargers game, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, we was rooting for him, too, to actually be in the game because the other kicker was terrible as well. I can't even think of his name. But um, that Frank Gore, that Frank Gore when we were supposed to that third down or or it was fourth down. Oh, it was a fourth, fourth and one. Just yeah. made a, fourth and one, yeah. Fourth and one, we just ran um, with Frank Gore. Like I said, Frank Gore, he's looking for that five-year extension, I'm guessing. Because they just keep <laughs> running the ball with him. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. And um, I don't know what the session is. Like, we had Le'Veon Bell. We wasn't even running with him like how we are on Frank Gore. Ever since Le'Veon has left, now it seems like we know how to run the ball again. I, I just don't understand it, you know. Man, and listen, then Adam Gaze. Find got, somebody oh, that go, loves go you as much as Adam Gaze loves Frank Gore. Find somebody that loves exactly. you as much as Adam Gaze loves Frank Gore, bro. And you won't go wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody exactly. needs to be loved in this world. You know, find somebody to love you as much as Adam Gaze loves Frank Gore. But everything you're talking about now <laughs> is facts, man. It's complete facts. It's mind boggling. They probably and had things given for him together, to lie. Man. He. Yeah, <laughs> he probably, they probably did. Listen, but for him to lie about the play calling, though, I mean, Val, what are your thoughts about that? They have him on tape, literally calling the plays. Like they have you on tape calling plays. What were you? What were you talking about him initially saying that it was it was Daryl Loggins that he wasn't calling the plays? Then when he's caught red-handed, he walks it back and says, "Well, it's actually a collaborative effort." After the after the after the reporters. <laughs> Told him, hey, we watched. We were watching Daryl Long the whole time. He didn't even have a place you do. Come on. Hi, what are your thoughts on that? Man, man, he's just trying to cover himself up to not get the heat because he already know he's trying to look good for his next job that is not going to be for the New York Jets. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, you yeah. know, it wake we wake up. But this is just the guy that we signed. I mean, come on. We already seen how he was with the Dolphins. It was just a complete, like, circus over there, even though they was winning some games, but the adjustment was terrible. People was getting traded left and right because people had so-called ego because they were stepping up to Adam Gates because they didn't believe in his coaching, just like how it is now. Yeah. It's just like, man, it's just a, a circus when he's a, a head coach. He's not a true leader. Yeah. And, you know, he's just – I don't even know how he has his job. <laughs> I really don't. I don't even know how he got this this contract. It's a four year contract. I don't even know how he got a four year contract with us. It's ridiculous. Out Man. of all coaches, he should have been on the bottom of the list. Man. Yeah. And Greg yeah. Williams. I, I want to touch on Greg Williams real quick. Greg Go Williams is actually okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, Greg Williams. I'm not even gonna lie, man. Look at the the talent has he's been dealing with for these past two years. He's been really yeah. dealing with low um low talent, and he's turning him into yeah. like a potential. You know what I'm saying? We see the young um up and coming draft picks that we just got from this previous year actually stepping up. I I like how Bryce Hall is really playing. He's playing like a probably a two potentially. 
a, a good two, probably a um a slot, I would say. Not a first, but you know, it's it's dependent on his health. That's always been his problem, even before we drafted him. But he's looking really solid. He's looking way better than this year. I'll say that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you we look better than this year. <laughs> oh, Straight yeah, off the couch. <laughs> you know the sir was just getting smoked. I give you some quality stuff, right, man. <laughs> I'm, what exactly. I'm telling you, you speak in facts. Like, but yeah, everything, everything that you brought up, you know, you look at the situation on his defense, like you said, Greg Williams has often played without, even when you look at the situation where well, there were years, we, we didn't have Mosley, we didn't have uh, Avery Williamson either. You know, he was out there with backup Man. linebackers. He was moving people around and making it work, though. He, the, no excuses. Exactly. He was making it work. And like you said, with Hall and Jackson, these are two young guys, two young guys, mm-hmm. you know, that, hey, he's put out there. They're not, you know, they're not the second coming of Revis just yet, but they are showing yep. that they're solid. They're not getting beat for 90-yard bombs every single play. We're not getting blown out 86, you know, they're not giving up 86 points on defense, none of that stuff. They're playing solidly. Exactly. He's got them playing solidly within technique, and they're being well coached. And even this year without Mosley, and then there's a lot of people saying, hey, what's going on with Mosley? Mosley, right now, because he opted out, he's not here this year. We'll see what happens with him next year, but he's not here playing right now. And he's got guys like Lenny right. and Hewitt and all those guys out there playing well. So it's like, okay, well, you know, where's Greg Rose? Where's Greg uh, Williams Flowers? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, where's his That's flowers? why I'm trying to give him yeah. his flowers now, man, because this man, <laughs> he's dealing with nothing, and he's turning him to something. You know what I'm saying? So I have yeah. to give him his flowers. Yeah. Because we could have actually won that game. We had about four times that we could have scored, but we just couldn't move the ball at all because of who? Adam Gates with his play calling. Yeah. And – I gotta, I gotta give a little, you know, I gotta give a little something to Sam Donald as well too, you know. Go ahead, because I, I want to know, Val. You know, I already want to know. What are your thoughts about Sam Donald, yeah. and are you ready to move on from him? Go ahead, let me know. I, I'm asking. Right. This is the venting hour. This Go is, ahead. this is how, this is, this is my mindset for anybody that comes to this team and they're ready to give the keys to for the franchise. I have that that Kobe mindset, like you know, the mama man, mom said, is basically if you want the keys, you gotta take it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta show mm-hmm. me that you're the franchise player. That's my mindset. So far, he okay. hasn't been showing me that. I feel like he, the um, he he basically kind of, you know, he's not playing as he as he should be. You know what I'm saying? As his third year, I feel like. He yeah. should be playing a little bit better, but it's always been, you know, his turnovers has always been his problem, and we're starting to see that okay. a lot more. Yes, he doesn't have that yeah. much talent, but, I mean, other quarterbacks that was behind the, the Jets, like Geno, I'm not comparing him to Geno at all, or Mark Sanchez. I'm okay. definitely not comparing him to Mark Sanchez at all either, but they didn't have that much talent as well either. You got to make something work uh, out of nothing sometimes. Okay. Can I say okay, no, okay. Go ahead, go look. Ahead. Yeah, about look, I hear you, but that that's not Mark Sanchez was bad. Mark Sanchez was on those two AFC championship teams uh, that went back to back AFC championships. He was terrible. He was literally oh yeah, the, he was heel on those teams. We hid him behind a good running game. I think if you put Sam Darnold in that situation, now mind you, uh, you know those guys had way better coaches than what Sam Darnold has now. Some of them had way better rosters mm-hmm. and way better coaches. I I'm not again. I'm not a Sam – I don't make excuses for him. I don't. I keep it real. Y'all know that. And I love. I do love mm-hmm. Sam Darnold. I do. I'm a USC guy, right? But I can put that aside, right? I'm not a homer. 
Mm-hmm. Has he played amazing? No. But also when you look at the situation that he's been put in, how could anybody play amazing? Nobody could. Yeah. It's like just okay, so True. For, I, I always use this analogy. It's like this. Wherever your job, whatever it is that you do where you work, right? What if I told you you gotta drive to work, I'm gonna take your car from you, I'm gonna take the tools away from you that you need to actually do your job, <laughs> whatever it is, I'm taking those away. Then I'm gonna give you the worst supervisor in all of the world. How capable would you be of doing your job? You wouldn't be. Basically you're setting <laughs> you me up fail. for failure. That's exactly. you're setting me up for failure. <laughs> So exactly, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on a second, Val. Hold on a second, okay, Val. Go ahead, go ahead. What if I, what if I did this too? Then, okay, when you fail, because like you just said, we said you have a failure, so you fail. Then what happens is uh-huh. I say, well, you're the reason why you failed. You're the reason because you didn't do the Mm-mm. job as effectively as you should have. How fair is that? That's not fair at all. I one hundred percent agree with you. I one hundred percent agree with you. This falls on the ownership and the GM that we had and the GM that we have currently. I mean, it's just <laughs> the, the that's what I'm saying. It's very important to get the right coach. Todd, he played way better under Todd Bowles. Like I said, Adam Gase is making Todd yeah. Bowles look like a great head coach, and that's very hard to do. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. I mean, it, it feels like he decreased when he got to Adam Gates, it's just, it's terrible. Yeah. And, of course, you're yeah. setting him up for failure. You you have no offensive line. We didn't really adjust. I mean, we, we did address it, but it hasn't turned out. Yeah. The, the bright spot is Makai Becton because all you see exactly. is Sam Donald. He keeps running to his left side because that's where he knows he's going to be protected at. And the right side, they're yeah. just coming through just like his open season, man. It's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> But I, I will say about of... Sam Donald that yeah, yeah I would say about Sam Donald is is his deep um his deep accuracy has to be a little bit better as well too. But you can yeah. also say that he's getting pressure from that right side. That is it's it's really coming. Yeah. You know, it's like he can yeah. only hold the ball for so long and he's trying to run to try to make some plays, but you can't really play your hero ball too much because you would turn over the ball as we seen the last game. So that's that's the exactly. problem, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, Val, Val, I got to get back to these callers, man. Listen, it was phenomenal to speak to you. You already know next time I have a show, bro, I need to hear from you, bro, because I love talking to you about this team as well, man. You have a good night, bro. You too, Joe. Love the show, man. Keep watching. Keep doing your thing. Everybody like and subscribe to this page, man. He's doing his thing. All right. Thank you so much, man. Peace. You're welcome, man. Have a good night. Listen, Val, Val, <laughs> Val calls in, bro, and he, you know, he spits his take, bro. That that guy knows his Jets. I'm going to keep going to these lines, 551, I'm coming to you next. Oh, man, Val's a heck of a caller. Salute to him, man, salute to him. But, you know, everybody, again, uh, Mosley, Mosley opted out this season. We know that, you know, he got paid a certain amount as well, but he's opted out. So next year, uh, we'll see what he has to give us, man. We'll see. But there's going to be a lot of decisions to be made. Um, he's one of the guys that's getting paid. Let me tell you, he's getting paid. But I understand why he opted out. I get it. I'm not bashing him for it. But, you know, we'll see what he brings us next year. But, uh, again, I'm going to get back to these callers. 551, I'm coming directly to you, a uh, new caller. Uh, give me your name, where you're from, and what are your thoughts about this Jets loss to the Dolphins? Hey, what's up, man? 551, caller? Yeah, it's, uh, Hello? Me. 
Oh, what's going, what's going on, me? How's it going? Where are you from? Um, good, good, good. It's um, you know, Bayo. In the comments. Oh, okay. Hey. Oh, what's going on, Bayo? It's good to hear from you, my friend. How are you feeling today? What are your thoughts about the Jets losing to the Dolphins, man? About the Dolphins game? Yeah. What are your What are your thoughts about it, man? Man, I thought when we, I thought when the um this time when we're gonna face them the second time this season, I thought we already learned from the um from the past few weeks ago that we faced them the first time, and every damn week. Sorry for cursing. Every week we always mm-hmm. find a way to lose because of Adam Gase. Because <laughs> you know why? His pattern of play. Because his pattern of play calling is so predictable. First off, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna run the ball using um, uh, Frank Gore, and like to be honest with you, it's always Frank Gore or either that when we go like to the thirty yard line, you will always go settle for the field goal, and not yeah. the touchdown. How upsetting is that? It, it's just mind boggling. It's just like it, it's making me laugh at this point. I'm not even disappointed. It's just this is all a joke now. And, and the fact yeah. that Adam Gase lied about to the media about like saying, "Oh, he he kind of relinquished the play calls," and uh, and uh, Dow Jones, I mean, I mean, Dow was uh was uh doing Dow his Logan. thing. Dow Loggins. He, he's a whole lie, man. Like I can't take <laughs> this man seriously. We, we know for a fact that he yeah. keeps mixing the story up. He told the media. That um, that was doing his thing, but um, for some reason he, that and uh, that and Gates were like doing some type of partnership or like doing some type of uh, uh, I'm gonna do this and then you're gonna do that, and then yeah. and then like yeah. later on in the press conference you're gonna tell people that oh no no uh, Loggins was doing his thing and I, and I was just like sitting back. So what the hell yeah. are you doing here? Getting paid millions of dollars, doing what exactly? I mean, I, I mean, like people here, like who don't have a job in the um because of this COVID, they they basically don't get paid to do anything because they don't have a job. But on the other hand, you have Gase who's getting paid millions of dollars to do exactly the same thing, which is nothing. <laughs> Look, look, I I hear you, man. You know, you look at this situation here, like you talked about as well. The coaching is is terrible. I mean, it's so bad. And like you said, him lying about that. I honestly believe it's my personal opinion. I think that the reason why he tried to take over the play calling again, because we were placing the Dolphins. That's what I think it was. And I think it for him, it was like, you know what? You can have the rest of these games, but this game, I need to coach against this football team because I need to show them that, you know, I'm, I'm just going to crush them and beat them. That's what, that's what I think it was an ego thing with him. <laughs> and yet again, they spanked him. You know what I mean? And after the game, he tried to yeah, lie about it. I guess he didn't really think he was going to get caught on camera, even though it was clear as day. You know, there's cameras everywhere. There's cameras on the sideline. There's cameras everywhere in the stadium. <laughs> They're going to catch you. He's just just too stupid, but I, you know, I figured he could barely call plays. So, you know, why would he even know that there was cameras everywhere? But you brought up a lot of great points, but I want to talk about 
mm-hmm. you know, our defense, man, because our defense has been playing defense. phenomenal. That was a bright spot yesterday. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about the play of Harvey Langley and how he's flying around out there as well? And as well, uh, Quentin Williams, too. What are your thoughts about the way he's been playing and how, how dominant he's been? Oh, for ha- Harvey, um, for Harvey Lane, um, I think he's yeah. phenomenal. I think they should use him more. Um, I, I, I'm hoping that it doesn't come to a point that, you know, Gase uses him because you know how um, Lange is in the past. He was injury prone. Yeah. And, you know, like anytime, the, the, anytime you have a pass of, uh, of having injuries, it's always a risk using him. But, um, yeah, I, I pretty like I, I agree that they should use Langy because he's he's explosive, he's young, um, you know he's he's not he's not new to the NFL, but like I mean he he's like you know he's still young, he's still get to develop. Um, for um, for Quinn, I think he's I I think he's phenomenal. Especially, mm. I, I think he's phenomenal because uh, mind you when. Uh, when the New York Jets had like a press, like not press conference, I think it was a press conference. Um, back then was like, like he he was saying like how he's mentoring Quentin, how he has potential. He's even joking about um, about how like you know what I, I could beat Quentin because you know I, I taught him that all that stuff. But you know it's all brotherly <laughs> love, and you know yeah. um, and, and, and you can see that Quentin. Quinn in these games is phenomenal, but I'm just I'm just so I'm just so mad because he, he he's doing so phenomenal, but it all comes out short because this organization no cannot win. get their cannot get their you know right can I get their yeah their stuff together and, and Adam yeah and Adam Gates and, and and also it comes to um I want to answer about the Sam Darnold. Yeah, for some reason I'm I'm getting pissed in uh, Sam Donald's um performance. But, you know, like I could blame him for the other half of like inefficiency, but for the other half it would be um Adam Gase's fault. Because you know why? Yeah. There's so many talents that pass by throughout these two years. Um, like Jamal Adams, um, you got wait, who else we passed on to? No, we we of, passed on quite a bit of people. Yeah, yeah, we, we got rid of a couple we guys. Of a lot of people, and yeah. um, and he doesn't know how to use talent. Like yeah. even though like Sam Donald's been here for like three years, I kind of expected him to do a little bit better than Flacco because you know, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna bash Flacco because he's a Super Bowl champion, but like he could have at least been like a little bit better than him. After all these two yeah, years, yeah. but but I, I kind of been on Adam Gates because you're putting you're putting Sam Donald to a position where he can't be effective because you've seen the O line, you see how horrible Don't. that was. You, you, you oh my see goodness! You, you see how Sam Donald is always stuck in the pocket and he can't he yeah. couldn't do much but get sacked. And yeah. I feel yeah. like Adam Gates always try to deflect all the blame to himself, like deflect it, and, and always put Sam Donald to the, under the bus. But, you know, yeah. like, to be honest with you, I'm sorry for Sam Donald that I got to say this, but you got to go, man. You got to go to a good team. You don't deserve this. 
you know, it's not your fault. I mean, I mean, you could have fixed it, but like, it's not. As, well, I can't say it's not his fault, but like, partially. Yeah, you, you're his just fault, but like. Yeah. Yeah, you're just you're just yeah. ready to move on. I, you know, I, I hear you. You know, and I and I know a lot of people that that kind of you know say the same things that you know maybe you know that it's not Sam's fault. They don't blame him. They understand that the the organization has failed them, but they're just saying, look, maybe. He just needs a clean break. They they feel like he needs a clean break. They should move on from him and draft Trevor Lawrence and, you know, send him to a team like the Steelers or the Colts or something like that so that he can start yeah. clean. I mean, that that's understandable, Bay. I, you know, I completely understand yeah. that, man. You know, I get it. And, so and my also final the question for too. you, my friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. My, you know, my, my, my final question for you, and it was great speaking to you, uh, when you look mm-hmm. at this situation, man, who do you feel are like – the building blocks, how many building blocks do you think we have, you know, going forward on this football team, on our offense? Are you still there? Yes. How many building blocks do you think we have going forward on our offense? Um, could draft Trevor Lawrence. He could be a plus. If we could add, like, other people from a – from like different teams, if, we, we, if the Jets could market, put like a, a, a salary or like a cap space and get some. What, what about guys like that. yeah? What what about guys like Beckton and Mims? Don't you think those are guys that we can move forward with as well to continue to build with? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, I definitely yeah. sure like we, we should keep them because they're, they're developing. Yeah. He, he, even though the yeah. the mediocrity is in yeah. Is just the Jets. They're still like, able to I, shine I feel there. like, yeah, they could still shine. And, and, and yeah, you know, if, yeah. if, if we get rid of Gase and get a, a decent, good coach, you know how mm-hmm. far the Jets are going to go from that point. Exactly. That, that, exactly. Well, Bell, listen, man. Bonus. I got to get back to these callers. I got to get back to these callers, my man. It was great to speak to you. Next time I have a show, bro, please call in. I definitely want to talk to you. Yeah, sure, pretty sure, man. Like I support your, I support your channel, Joe, and you know I'm gonna continue watching. And hopefully everybody does, and you know you gain some more subscribers and stuff. You know I'm, I'm still supporting, man. That's all the way through. All right, all right, let's go, man. Thank you so much again for all your support, bro. It's greatly appreciated. You're the greatest, man. You have a good night. You too, man. Ooh, Bale calling in with the fire. I'm going to keep going with these lines. Again, everybody, you know, I, I know I got callers. We're coming towards the end of the show, but I'm going to get to everybody, believe me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep going with these callers. Salute to everybody in the chat, bro. Salute to everybody in the chat. Val, Mr. Magic, Omar, Jet Black, everybody in the chat, bro. There's too many names. Sir Toon, so on. Portweight, salute to you as well, my man. Portweight, Christopher Cancel. Salute to all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? My savages in the chat going crazy, but I, I keep going to these callers. 515, I'm coming directly, or 551, excuse me. I'm coming directly to you. I want you to give me your thoughts on this Jets loss to the Dolphins. Caller, 551. Going one. 551. Caller? All right, we got to move on. You know, it's probably Adam Gaze. That was probably Adam Gaze. You know what I'm saying? You're like, Joe, why you? So you just going to talk to me, talk about me. I'm calling in. Well, Adam Gaze, you got to be there. You know what I'm saying? You got to be there. <laughs> you got to pick up, man. You ain't got no problem calling on Frank Gore dives on 4th and 1. All right? When you call in, you better pick up. You know, I got to keep going. 
You know what I mean? I got to keep going. But, you know, hopefully I call her calls back in. You know what I mean? But listen, it's, 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 we're in a situation. You look at this team right now, we haven't got ourselves a win yet this season. Haven't got ourselves a win at all. We've got to figure it out. We've got to be coached better. Adam Gaze has got to go. You know what I'm saying? Got to go. But we got some building blocks. I know we talked about the defense quite a bit, but the offense has some building blocks there. I personally believe that Sam Darnold is a building block. I understand some people don't feel like that. I get it. I get it. Believe me. But I think he could be one of those things. I think the second building block is definitely Makai Becton. That guy's phenomenal. You want to talk about immediate impact? He's given us some immediate impact at left tackle. The best player on our offensive line, by far. <laughs> by far. It's not even close. He's, he's, you know, he's also pretty high up there in the Pro Bowl voting as well. He could end up making a Pro Bowl his first year in the league. So, you know what I mean? He's one of the better left tackles in the league. Super excited about him. Another guy that's a building block for us offensively as well, too, Denzel Mims, man. Denzel Mims. Let me tell you something. This kid's fire. You know, if we can continue to find ways to get the football in his hands, and I think that that's been a big question mark surrounding him, is, uh, you know, can we, can we do it? Can this coaching staff do what it takes to continue to get the football in his hands, continue to call plays and draw things up for him? You know, that's, that's a big question mark. But every time that we throw the ball his way, every time that things are, you know, that we need him to make a catch, that guy, that guy does it. His catching radius is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. These look really good. So there's some building blocks. There's not a lot on offense, but there's some. Also, P. Ryan is a guy I'm excited about, too. Um, I know he's dealing with an injury. He's going to miss the rest of the season pretty much. But, uh, you know, he's a guy that I was excited about as well. Another guy that, again, you know, Adam Gaze and his handling of the players, it's kind of left us with big question marks. So we got to figure it out. But there's some building blocks there. So we'll continue going forward, man. You know, it's just, we've got to find a way, man. We've really got to find a way. So I'm going to close the show up now. You know, it's been tough. It's been really, really tough. Being a fan of this football team is frustrating. A lot of just idiotic stuff going on with this franchise, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me, I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. You can also see me on Twitter as well at YoungJ000 to 3-0. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, okay? And I'll have my Darnold jersey on. I need him to kind of, you know, step it up, play a little bit better. I understand, you know, gaze and the roster, no protection, but you know, just don't throw those interceptions. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. You know, but we'll see going forward, you know, how things happen. But I'll have that Darnold jersey on, and I'll troll you right back. My show's uh, Twitter as well is the Long Beach Joe. Again, follow me. You know, I'll go back and forth. You talk to me, I'll talk right back. I'm also on YouTube as well. Everybody, I live stream this show on YouTube, all right? It is Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets. Go there. Please subscribe. Give me a thumbs up. Turn on your notifications as well. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever you can there. You know what I'm saying? If you comment, 
I'll comment right back. We can go back and forth in the comments. You're going to troll me, no issues. I will troll you back back in those comments as well. And as always, people, when you see me in person, and you will right now, got to remain socially distanced. Got to, you know, got to mind my distance there. Remaining socially distant. But when you see me, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Absolutely. Even virtual hugs. You know what I'm saying? It's a tough time right now. We're Jets fans. It's a tough time, man. It's tough. The hugs will always remain free, though. Don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. The hugs will always remain free. So I want to thank you folks for listening. You folks are the greatest. Have a good one. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.